And just like that, the SAS podcast is back. So I hope everyone, I'm sure no one um, was really sitting on the edge of their seats waiting to see the outcome of this, but it has been a year. It has been a year. So I'm going to fill you in a little bit on the ups and downs, trials and tribulations of the last year of my life and express a little bit about why the podcast was paused and get you amped because it's coming back. And there's going to be weekly, if not bi-weekly episodes coming for the next three or four or five, six months Um, in a shorter format, most likely, because I'm going to be traveling a lot, Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So my year. (laughs) If I had a caption, a title for the last 12 months of my life, I would call it best laid plans with sort of like the emoji with the tongue sticking out and the face is like, oh my God. Um, This year was about making plans and then watching them dissolve and fall apart and not work out. And I didn't really realize the extent to which that was happening um, until I got a birthday card from my dad in October and he wrote a sweet message in it, um, and said something to the effect of, you know, I'm so proud of you and watching you move through the past year and all of the ups and downs and disappointments that you faced. It's just, it's moving to watch, you know, how gracefully you've moved through that. And I read it and was like, who, who me? (laughs) And then I reflected and I was like, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So over this last year, I have lost I wouldn't say lost. I would say I intentionally moved out of some of the most impactful relationships I've had. One with um, my ex-business partner who had originally been my life coach. That's a story maybe that will be told someday. Um, And that was an incredibly emotional experience for me. Um, The partnership didn't work out. And again, it was with somebody who had been my own coaching confidant off and on for decades. Um, And I think that dynamic of having to make the choice to move away from somebody that I really had looked up to um, was incredibly hard, incredibly hard. And this is also somebody who was a storehouse for all of my secrets and all the things that I had never told anyone else. Um, So it it was definitely a different sort of ending for me. And it was one that I had to choose and decide on. Um... And it was absolutely the best, the best decision, um, but devastating nonetheless in a, in a different way than I had ever experienced before. Um, the second part of that was moving out of an old relationship that I had given another chance. Um, and, you know, I always say that in my life, I don't know if I'm lucky this way or it's a curse. I guess it's all perception, right? Um I always end up with second chances. So anything that feels unfinished to me and I think, but what if, what if, what if this person or this situation came back around again and maybe it would be different? I always end up back there. I always end up with another chance. And, you know, this this time around, um, it was incredibly evident that this was not the situation that I needed to be in. Um, and, and moving out of that relationship in that space was, was really, really hard for a variety of reasons. Um, in an effort to protect his privacy and the things that he's struggling with and going through, I'm going to save that maybe someday. Wouldn't it be amazing if, if we could tell that story together, but, um, 
I went through some interesting scenarios in that relationship where I experienced things with another human that I had never had before and ended up helping and supporting um, this person through some of what I believe were the, the hardest times of their life. And it was, it taught me more patience and compassion than I've ever felt. Um, and I think that story, that story hopefully will be told someday. Um, but that I feel like is, is finally put to rest. Um, and I've moved past that. And initially a year ago I had made plans to sell my house and I was going to move out West with, um, the business partner and that didn't work out. And I just kept hitting hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. And, you know, based on what I believe and even what I teach and work with on clients, it's like, read the room, you know, if you have the best laid plan, but it seems like everything around you and the entire world is conspiring to create a roadblock or hurdle, like put the plan down. Now might not be the time. And whether you believe in, you know, God or the universe or, uh, oneness, whatever, if you believe in something, um, most of those beliefs have a common thread of knowing that there's a larger energetic network at play. There's something bigger than us, something that connects us all. Um, I believe in that. And I also believe that when something is continually not happening, it's best to just put it down um, and trust that if it's not this, it will be something better. So when you're asking for something, you're praying that something happens and you're trying to manifest it and it is just block after block after block. Sometimes we just gotta, we gotta lay it down and walk away from it for a little bit. Um, and when something does happen, it's going to be even better. And that was sort of the story of my life this year. It was making best laid plans. It was making life plans with a, with a life partner. It was making business plans with a business partner and watching all of those plans hit wall after wall after wall. And my intuition just being like, this is not right. This is not right. Until I finally said it, you know, just said, nope, I don't think this is going to work out. And it was really, really hard. Um, but in hindsight, it all happened in such a beautiful way. If my house had sold when I had wanted it to, I would have ended up having to go out west and that would have been ended up being a nightmare. Um, it would have been much more painful, much more difficult, and then I would have had to come back to the East Coast and had no place to live and try to like mourn these relationships, you know, being kind of homeless. Um, and at the time, Murphy was just a puppy and he was not ready for travel at all. And in hindsight, like, traveling with him the way I do now when he's only, you know, eight months old would have been a nightmare. So it all worked out the way it needed to. I got six extra months in my house, you know, from August, September, all the way to February to kind of feel and, and grieve these relationships and figure out, I wasn't actually figuring anything out. I was just grieving. Um, and I, I was really glad that I could do that in my house, you know, and it was still on the market. We pulled it off the market in December because I just needed a break. There was lots of showings and nothing ever really panned out and it was tiring. Um, and my amazing, amazing realtor, Harif, who's also a great friend, love him, love his family, um, said, you know what? Like, I know you're tired of this. We'll just put it back on for two months. And if it doesn't sell in two months, it'll, we'll just be done, you know? Um, I was ready to start making plans again for my future, and I wanted to know where I would be living when I did that. Um, we put it back on the market after taking it off for a month um, on Friday the 13th in January, and within you know 36 hours, we had three competing offers, one of which went well beyond asking. Um, 
And that is how I knew that my life was about to pick up again and things were in alignment because what ended up happening with the way the house was sold and who it was sold to and and all that was beyond anything that I had imagined happening. It was just good news after good news after good news. And when things like that start to happen, it's the universe saying, okay, the timing is right. Go, 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 go. Um, And I've felt those waves before in my life. And so I just knew that, you know, the six months preceding that were hibernation time. Um, It was time to grieve and let those things go and be okay with not knowing what came next. And then when it was time to get back up and move forward, everything around me was working with me and for me to move quickly um, and have things pan out, you know, better than I could imagine. So that was kind of my year. And so in this last year, um, I've been just discovering how much better and I think, you know, more powerful I am on my own right now. Um, I used to kind of believe that I needed partners and partnerships to do things and um, kind of deferred to other, other people in those situations. And whenever I would do that, things would never go well. Um, and so I'm really focusing this year on just stepping into my own power and moving into uncertainty with confidence and ease and trust. Um, and I can feel parts of me wanting to slip back into the default of wanting that, that anchor and that thing that's kind of grounding me. And I have to be that for myself. You know, I feel I have plans all the way through September now of just constant travel. Um, and I, my mom keeps wondering, what happens after that? What happens after September, October? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I've gotten really good at just using my tools to ease that sort of nervousness and figure out what's underlying it, what fear is really there, using my amazing tool of Psyche to rebalance those limiting beliefs when I discover what the fear is really about and then continue on my way. And I'm, I'm certain that this part of my life is really about mastering being comfortable with discomfort and being comfortable with uncertainty um, and being really, really confident and not needing to know what's next um, all the time. So I have been traveling mostly the last six weeks and then in a couple of weeks, um, my bestie Derek and I will be leaving for what we are aiming to be the road trip of a lifetime. Um, he and I and Murphy are going to pack up and drive all over, um, head to Montana and then the Pacific Northwest and up through Canada, all the way over through Canada, back down, um, into Michigan. And he is ready to make some changes in his life too. He was living with me and now he currently um, is in transition as well. And so we're going to go on this road trip and we don't know where either of us is going to land when we get back. Um, And so we're going to be recording some things. He's a a psyche facilitator as well. We're very well well versed in self-care tools. So we're going to be kind of challenging each other to use this time to really transform. And so we're going to be clear when we leave about what we want to get out of this trip who we want to become this summer, and we're going to be recording along the way about what's coming up, what fears we're bumping up against, where the resistance is, and then what tools we use to move through those um, as quickly and as easily as possible. Um, So we're going to be recording a lot of those types of things, and I hope that's helpful because I hope people can start to understand and get a grasp of um, it's okay to feel how you feel, it's okay to feel nervous and scared and all the things, And here are tools in real time that you can apply that will help you work through that. Um, And that's basically, 
kind of how I think the healthiest lives are lived. Um, it's about addressing what's coming up and then knowing what tool to apply to make that easier and to not just soothe it or numb it, but to actually dissipate it and get rid of it. Um, so we're going to be talking a lot about that. So if you have any questions or things popping up, um, let us know. I would love to answer questions on the podcast too. So if you have questions about anything that might be inside my wheelhouse, um, feel free to leave them in the comments, feel free to write us an email. Um, and we're excited to take you along for this journey and see where we end up.